Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. This is March 15th, 2023, your AEW Dynamite review after a humper, a humper of a show. And if you want to celebrate this uh, St. Humper's Day, donate Humper Chats at humperchats.com or Super Chats here at youtube.com slash Fightful. To get your question or statement read on the air, you can leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, I am joined by not Julie Cutler. It is Alex Pawlowski, who I know is stoked because right after this show, we are dropping a Miyu Yamashita interview. Thanks to Scott Edwards. We got Maki Ito coming this week as well. Ahead of Grand Princess. You get all that stuff early at FightfulSelect.com. I'll brag about FightfulSelect.com later on. Alex, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. It's a St. Patrick's Day slam. So I thought I would do something a little understated uh, to uh, celebrate. And uh, no, great show. Uh, started off with, with a super hot uh, segment uh, to, to get us the direction of where we're going into the spring. That's awesome. Uh, an awesome new debut in the women's division. That's, that's certainly great. Uh, Jeff Jarrett didn't win. And what an amazing trios title main event. So I'm, I'm a super lot excited. of good stuff, man. Like a lot of good stuff. this felt like prime AEW to me. Yeah. This felt, this was kicking on all cylinders and we want to kick stuff. the show on all cylinders guys. We had listen your boy today, which was like 45 minutes of super chats, humper chats. I feel like I'm getting real close to getting Jimmy to just give in and make that an all super chat, humper chat show, which I would, I would sure. very much love. But uh, guys, get your questions or statements in. Uh, if that's not enough for you, we do have FightfulSelect.com, which did have the rundown match order for tonight's uh, show. It had uh, or it had didn't have Ty of Valkyrie's opponent. It had Jade Cargill's opponent. Mm. We had nice details on uh, AEW contracts. We had Miyu Yamashita notes as well. We had a bunch of notes in our select portions. Uh, in addition to the list goes on, we got an mm -hmm. exclusive interview with Danny Cage talking about the Monster Factory show on Apple TV+. Plus. There's just hundreds of things per month. For everybody that says, hey, why, why would you pay for wrestling news? It's a lot more than wrestling news. Try it yourself. Just $5, my friends. 
Uh, Monday was a great day to be a Fightful Select subscriber. You got the scoop on Bray Wyatt. You got the scoop on Stone Cold Steve Austin. You got Monday Night Raw rundowns and Alex Palowski did the Sour Graps review as well. Just it's it's a good time. I'm ready to talk about AEW Dynamite. My God. Jaden says, I'll be catching on VOD today. Have a a lovely show. Oh, we're gonna. And Lupongi Vice says, haven't been able to catch a live stream in a minute and a half. Damn jury duty making me do my civil duty. Love what you guys do. Wish I could give more, but hell of love from Melbourne, Australia. Well, thank you for doing your duty. We appreciate you. Uh, And we're just glad that you're here. Uh, ShotKid29 says, after seeing how hot the crowd crowd was tonight forbidden door being in toronto is going to be molten so that's that's some of the news toronto gets a six leg show after aew forbidden door now i can tell you alex that and i posted this on fightful select uh, today a couple of the rumored cities were boston and tokyo toronto Mm. wow anybody who's watched fightful for any extended period of time knows it holds a special place in my heart it's my second home i've been to toronto like seven eight times now I was going to go for Rebellion next month. Don't think I'm going to be able to. I love that city. It's a wonderful city. It is a special city for pro wrestling, and it's a special city for Tony Khan. His family owns the Four Seasons Hotel there. Um, I leave for London like two days after that, and I'm still (laughs) tempted just to go just because I I love the city so much. I was there for the, the... I was there for SummerSlam. I was there for the the last AEW shows. Right. Toronto, Forbidden Door. How you feeling? I think it's a perfect place for it. I think that um, I mean the Toronto fans are are super into that um, to the super hardcore uh, wrestling. It's 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 a great um, selection. Uh, I'm just upset that it happens to be uh, on on a date that I've like. My parents were like, "We want to come visit you this summer, but we want we don't, we don't want to get involved. We don't want to play second fiddle to your wrestling. So, what is a weekend that you don't have any shows?" And I was like, "Hey, the last weekend in June, I got nothing." <laughs> wow. So, um, there's no way I'm missing Forbidden Tour too. <laughs> the show of the year on the Fightful Awards so uh, was AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm so excited for this. Glenn Flanders says great dynamite. Just wish they could find a spot for Swerve, Keith Lee, and Miro. Me too. Uh, I don't like the mogul affiliates deal. I think it would be better off with a couple other people. Love Swerve. Love Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh Glenn, my Andrew Glenn says Michael Sidgwick's face is featured in 100 percent of goaded dynamite episodes. <laughs> this show sold my attendance at every TO show. All due respect to that fella, I literally only know who, who he is because he often gets tagged in uh, Alex's very angry tweets. That's That's the only way I know who that person is. Uh, Andrew says, don't know if you've reported on this, but any clue what happened with Mr. Bebe thought he said he would face someone at revolution, then nothing. No, he said he would face someone in March. It's Mm -hmm. going to be uh, the lead in for the AEW all access show. And every time I see that trailer, I get a little more interested in it, Alex. Yeah, me too. I notice a few more things, and and yeah. I think it's gonna just it's gonna just work when out. I just when I thought I was out of wrestling uh, reality shows, they pull me back in, and yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna wind up just going ahead and sub subscribing to that on my DVR and watching it there every week because how could you not? 
Shytown Spurs says, what do you guys think of Tony bringing in Sarah Stock? Uh, as long as everything's on the up and up with her, I think that that would be very, yeah. very good. She was well-respected as a producer. She was a fantastic performer. Also, I would love to see if she could still go in the ring one or two more times because she looked yeah. like she was in great shape last time I saw her. Yep. Vasco says, an all-timer, four pillars, Taya and Elite versus BCC. Yeah. Oh, man. This was... Um, this was a great episode, a great episode. And it yeah. kicked off with the re bar mitzvah. MJF is out there in sunglasses. I got to say pretty good look for him in sunglasses. Yeah. Too, sunglasses I thought with the yarmulke. I, I yeah, thought great. that once he won the title or something, we would see like modified Burberry, like his own, his own version of it. Like sure. the colors changing, you know, you, you always want to adapt and, and get different. And this was the closest we've seen to that. I loved this segment even before people showed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was great. It was cultured. Uh-huh. It was wonderful. wonderful. Uh, there's the big cake at ringside, and you know somebody's going through it. Yeah, somebody's got to go on the cake. But, but he's... <laughs> He's got this goddamn furry Burberry bucket hat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it looks incredible. And it's there to help hide his his double black eyes. Man. They were nasty. They were mad. You know, hope he heals up soon, legitimately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happy birthday to the fella. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this really shows you the scars of war that he sports as a result of that match. And now this is something they'll it's always the fur, be able to refer to. It's the Furberry to. hat. It's the Furberry, the Furberry hat. hat. I like this that This is something lot. they'll always be able to refer to, Alex. <laughs> yeah. This match cosmetically messed up MJF, yeah. and it yeah. sent Brian Danielson home. Mm-hmm. So, so now if they do an Iron Man match in AEW, they yeah. can even say, You've seen Iron Man matches, mm-hmm. but you saw what an Iron Man match in AEW does to somebody. That's right. I love that they've got that. This was, to me, a, a great opening. We'll talk about this stuff before we talk about uh, the, the interference, so to speak. I just had a blast with this. I, I mean, he was he was working the crowd really well. Um, and uh, it's like, hey, don't blame me. We're called the chosen people for a reason. Uh, he's he was working the crowd. He's doing great stuff. Um, him coming to the to the to the ring with four hot girls and the slinky black numbers and uh, making out with one of them. That uh, was this is all. It's 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 what you come to expect for M, from MJF. Uh, really really good stuff. Um, and uh, uh, then then it became this thing that I that I don't I don't know if it was just like crazy rumor. Going Let's around. fucking go! The Bengals just signed away one of the Chiefs' offensive linemen. Let's fucking go! Hey, Alex. Sorry to interrupt, but the Cincinnati Bengals just signed four-time Pro Bowl tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Away from the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Wow. I'm sorry. That was rude of me. Um, yeah. Follow Common Bengals W mm-hmm. on 
That seems like that seems from your reaction that it was an uncommon Bengals W. Like yeah, it, like yeah. that kind of thing doesn't happen very often. Yeah, so. I'm gonna say that that's what we would call an uncommon Bengals W right there. Right. Uh, despite okay. the many, yeah. Sorry, um, that that is my one reaction to this <laughs> on an otherwise, uh, yeah. Somebody says you lost your entire secondary, Sean. No, no, they didn't. In fact, uh, but there we go. Oh. Let's go ahead and. Uh, continue this absolute slapper of a dynamite uh this is this is also uh entirely untrue that's slander i've never been a packers fan in my life <laughs> I, I i the first year i lived in wisconsin they won the super bowl and i was like hey this is kind of neat everyone's happy but i was i was never a packers fan so yeah uh, yeah anyway um uh so i uh, i thought this was uh this was something people were talking about ooh it's going to be a four pillars match and i was like that's some wonderful fantasy booking i i wouldn't mind seeing that i just don't i just don't know that they're going to do it and then all of a sudden they were like ha ha we're doing it so <laughs> that was pretty uh and and a a really great way of getting there uh, i thought this segment was laid out really really well Glenn Flanders says, not a Bengals fan, but F the Chiefs. Um, G Bro says, Sean with the spot on TK impression. Uh, Eloquence says, MJF's cryon said, Jewish AF. So uh, let's talk about how this went. So here's the funny thing mm. I was trying to nail down a story this week. Mm -hmm. The story was Jungle Boy in for significant push. Right. Didn't get enough to run with it as a story. Sure. Jungle Boy is music hits. And, uh -huh. and straight up what I was told was Jungle Boy's getting a title match. Right. I'm glad I didn't run that story uh, uh, prematurely. But when he first came out, I was like, yeah, goddamn. I should have run that story. should have ran that story. <laughs> should have just said, forget it. Mm -hmm. So he comes out. But then Sammy comes out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is this interesting? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? I like Sammy, but what's mm -hmm. up? And yeah. then as soon as he got down the ramp, I go, oh, I see what this is. Yeah. And then Darby came out. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then there it is. And I'm, I, I shouldn't be surprised because not everybody knows the four pillars thing. Right. But Darby, MJF, Sammy, mm -hmm. and, and Jack Jungle Perry. Boy are mm -hmm. often considered the four pillars of AEW as far as had never been on WWE right. or TNA or anything like that to any right. extended period. Now, I saw people say, well, Ricky Starks is more of a pillar. Sure, I love him. He's great. Yeah. Britt's more of a pillar. Sure, she's <laughs> great. She's she's wonderful. Love her. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, these were the ones, uh, like, for example, you could argue that Hey, maybe Bianca Belair is more qualified as a horseman than somebody else. But True. listen, she ain't one of the horsewomen. No. That, that's just not the way it is. Nope. So what you have are the four pillars of AEW. It's four true. of the signings that were made that made people go, ooh, okay. This is before a lot of the WWE signings. Because at, at one point, Alex, and I don't know how many people knew this or realized it, but at one point, Everybody that WWE or the AEW had on their roster that was in WWE had left of their own volition. There was at one point where all their wrestlers that came from there, or at least I would say 95%, had opted to leave. And that includes a guy named Jake Hager who opted to not re-sign there. That's right. 
so this was a part of of their original their original core sure and this just screamed fresh brand mm-hmm. new new yep. car smell fresh linens all this mish says don't talk about WWE on the show please hit the fucking bricks junior hit the bricks buddy i mean come on what are we doing here i don't know this was this felt just brand new seeing yeah. these four in each corner mm-hmm. and them in unison saying i want a title match alex yep god i love this before we even got to the to the in-depth stuff of this yep. mm-hmm. i just loved everything about this listen i love brian danielson i like chris jericho i i love these people that we've seen competing for the title i like john moxley right. mm-hmm. cm punk this was aew 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 and aew yeah how'd you feel um i thought i thought the the unison i want a title match was very cute and clever i like that I thought each each of the three guys delivered a great uh, promo um, in their own style, uh, where they came from, how uh, Jungle Boy uh, had that match at Double or Nothing uh, 2020 in front of nobody uh, 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 for the pay-per-view. And then after, after that, after Max cheated to win, he got relegated to Dark and, uh, and MJF always gets a push, always. And I thought that's a really little guy. That's how their paths diverted, right? I like that little moment there. Uh, Sammy Guevara talking about all of his, the dues he had to pay to, to get here. When he got signed, he was just going to be Jericho's bump guy. The guy to take all the pinfalls in the inner circle. And he worked his way up to become a three-time TNT champion. I mean, listen, the guy's a knucklehead out of, out of the ring, but in the ring, like you can't say anything bad about how, the amazing stuff that he does. Uh, and then Darby, you know, cut the best promo that I've seen him cut. Like it was not, it was not his like little emo shtick where he just like, hello, it's me. I'm coming to get your title. Like none of that was, it was, it was, it was, it was fiery. It was good. It, it, it felt like he was off the cuff. It felt really great. It did not feel like, like a thing that we're doing as part of another Darby Allen short film. It felt real, even though good. he, even though he definitely it. referenced his. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Short. I also want well, to see I, that film. Yes, the one that, that was banned. It, sorry, you're not allowed to turn that in. Tony Khan's going to use it just to promote give the guy the, an, just just give the guy an F. Why? Why? Yes. why you, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to turn it in. Go ahead, turn it in. I'll give you an F. The the new hour of AWTV is going to be <laughs> Darby's yeah. short films. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, God, man. The Sammy MJF back and forth too. Oh, Sammy, Sammy yeah. need Sammy needed that. Yeah. Sammy needed something like that. Now there are some things like that are almost a little too on the nose for me, like saying, right. J- yay, J- or saying Yasa's job guy or Inner Circle's job right. guy, right. Right. Jericho's bump guy type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. those, I'm like, mm, it's a little close. The insider but, terms, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But MJF <laughs> says, Sammy, I'm gonna get engaged to a new woman in seven months guevara mm-hmm. and then sammy fires right back with that's funny your fiance left you uh-huh bless mjf for being like okay you know who didn't do that cm yeah. punk did had a problem with taking it right mjf well, I, like, I love that he's like oh oh so we're shooting now 
Okay, yes. great. So I, I mean, he that was that was some good stuff there because all. I mean, then he goes with like you had you had um, uh, Christian, you have Jericho, you got Sting. I'm the only guy who didn't have to get dropped off at Daddy Daycare. That was a really good line. That yeah. was a really I like that one a lot. And, and again, like again, a year ago we're talking about CM Punk having an issue with the lines in Hangman's. Yep promo that a lot of people didn't even get everybody yeah. gets your fiance left you yes everybody everybody uh, understands it one of the things i love is i don't know if you go back and watch this because that really is really because i was looking for some reason at jungle boy when mjf dropped the i'm probably gonna leave my my fiance for another girl in seven months and jungle boy was legitimately shocked by it and yes. could not could he he busted out he was like oh god <laughs> that was some good stuff Oh, man. Eloquent says, I hated Sammy talking about being Jericho's bump guy. A little too fourth wall breaking for me. I, you know, I agreed with you, Eloquent. That's the mm -hmm. only thing I didn't like, but I thought he really brought it back with that line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chris Spire says, question, can the four pillars draw ratings or pay-per-view buys? You got to give them the opportunity and you have to put them right. in the position. You can't always wait for WWE to develop your talent for no. you. Can't do it. Anthony no. says, do the four pillars have a match at double or nothing? They should. They should main event AEW double or nothing. God, it's it always it always does this to me where I'm like, that's two and a half months. I know. Like you but just you, you told us you were having the match tonight. You're gonna hold off on that for two and a half. Like I I feel like that's a lot of dynamites to get through, but that's the big that's the biggest place to do it. That's the place you do yeah. it. But what are you going to do to keep everybody busy so it doesn't feel like you're just treading water for two and a half months? That's the only thing that I, I would say about it. The fortunate thing is there are a lot of ingredients involved here, and there are a lot of side ingredients involved too. Like right. Yas can be involved. Sting, hopefully, can be involved. Um, I, I would really, really like to see that. Yeah. Um. Anime Otaku says, I hope Britt has a little aside at some point about this. She did like my tweet to that effect. I don't know what your tweet was, uh, Anime Otaku. About, about the, her being one of the pillars. She is one of the pillars. I mean, yeah. like, she should be a pillar, but I mean, this was right. as originally it's, it's, presented. Yeah, that's the best. I think that, I don't know where that came from originally, but like, that's been a thing people have been talking about now for a couple of years. Brandon Charles Powell says, AEW Iron Man or walking in the NXT parking lot, which one is more dangerous? NXT parking lot's like the goddamn Bermuda Triangle at this point, it man. It really like, is. It really is. I, I ain't going anywhere near that nope. place. Mm -mm. Uh, meet Normous. Like, I, I want all of the must-have-taken-the-vaccine memes to just be like, must-have-been-in-the-parking-lot memes. Right, yeah, that's good. Meet Normous says, I was sports-entertained, dare I say, titillated by the prospect of the Four Pillars match. WWE dropped the ball on the Horsewomen and the Shield matches. This mm. exactly. I can't... Alex, we were on this show for how many years? So and many I years. said, I said, all right, you got all these part-timers main eventing. Mm -hmm. Alex, I think the last time mm -hmm. that not none of the main events of WrestleMania featured a part-timer was John Cena versus the Miz. Right. And that still had the rock running around outside. Mm -hmm. So I looked at it and I was like, four horsewomen, shield. Those are main events yeah. that they could happen. And they didn't do it. So I hope they do it here. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do it here. Uh, Jambeard says punk called Brit more of a pillar than MJF. Yeah. And listen, you, 
she completely earned it. She took every yeah. bit of criticism that people mm -hmm. levied against her and she uh, channeled that into a successful heel character That's and true. has since turned again. Yep. Jambeard says also MJF saying the other three have or had had people to lean on, forgetting that he used to have Cody in his corner. Oh, he had Cody in his corner. He had mm -hmm. Wardlow in his corner. He had FTR in his corner. He had Chris Jericho in it. He's a hypocrite. That's the that's the point. That's part of it. I, I think it's I think a lot of it is that there's these 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 older ring veterans who on screen, not just like working for you backstage, but on screen, this is this is my mentor. Like they actually talk about how they're presented. This is I'm I am young, learning at the tree of my mentor Sting or my mentor Christian. And there's a difference there as opposed to who you're getting advice from backstage, but how they're presented on screen. Now, the one the guy he did have for a while was Chris Jericho, but it turns out that was all a swerve. Yes. Jambeard says, I love the fact that the other three pillars cut great promos on the guy who is known as the best at doing mm -hmm. uh, the prom. I mean, this is what we had mentioned about Brian Danielson the week before the pay-per-view yep. too, Alex. He didn't yep. allow MJF to talk. Yep. And I MJF is like, for, for all of what you used to hear about how Triple H was such a student of the game, MJF is also a yeah. student of the game. Like he yeah. employs things that have long since been forgotten. Right. Uh, and he, he's, he knows when to talk. He knows when not to. He knows that sometimes the less you say, the more it means. And he knows that sometimes when you – like, for example – when he would use a lot of the same insults forever, and then he would hit you with a very deeply personal one. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I expected him to be like, LOL, your mom, not right, LOL, right. your mom abandoned you when you were a child, and that's why you ended up the way that you were, type of uh -huh. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Bagadonut says, with the opening segment, the greatest segment in Dynamite history, it's in the conversation. It feels like one of the more refreshing ones in AEW Dynamite history because for all of the complaints that we've had, like I said, Alex, this was such a breath of fresh air. This was an oxygen tank over your eyes level of right. fresh. Yeah. Um, this is uh, – well, let's look back after Double or Nothing, and we'll see how sure. important this is because there could be a lot of really great stuff. I mean, I – like you got to have a round robin among the three challengers between now and 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 you know like let let's see all these guys in different um if, in different combinations and and fun like interactions between them that they 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 all together hate MJF but they all together hate each individual each other like there's some really good stuff there this could be one of the best programs in from from pay-per-view to pay-per-view cycle in uh in AEW history it all depends on on how it goes and where each of these guys goes after that but if we look back on this in a year we could absolutely say this was the beginning of something really really important Sawyer says all due respect to Starks but he wasn't an AEW original the pillars have been here since January 2019's press conference mm -hmm. exactly like I love Starks and I think he is he was a remarkable signing for that company, a, a great one. But these were originals. Tom Lavalley says, "What a show! The four-way promo ruled. Ty is all elite. Great matches up and down the card." And I watched that SRS cameo on All Egos vlog from Sunday. 
Always love popping up on Ethan Page's vlog. Love that they were in Lexington. Uh, love that they were at Toy Vomit. Uh, love, love them at Toy Vomit. If you're ever in Lexington and you haven't checked that out, I don't care if you're into figures or not. They got all kinds of cool stuff. It, it's it's almost like a tourist attraction now. You got to check it out if you're a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. JP says, run the pillars all summer. Then Wardlow comes close to beating MJF and have Cole beat him for the championship at the last pay-per-view. FTR versus Bucks versus House of Black. And, <laughs> and he meant to say BCC, but he says, and BBC. AEW <laughs> with amazing storylines going forward. Listen. Right. The House of Black versus the BBC sounds like Man. something mm -hmm. way different. Very different. Yeah, the house, Very yeah. different. Mm -hmm. But hey, some people will pay for that pay-per-view. Good time. Trevi Dime says MJF is the best at what he does, elevates everyone around him, and takes the cake bump. I saved that for last. Mm -hmm. So he takes the cake bump. He has yes. to. It works it. best that the table didn't break, too. Oh, yeah. He was... <laughs> oh, it's so good. It was perfect, Alex. So good. It was perfect. Loved and, uh, oh, I just... I, I was just glowing after this segment. I was... It was everything that I wanted, and I didn't know that I wanted. Yeah. I know MJF's going to win this match. Yeah. I don't care. Right. It's brand new. It's fresh. Some people, like, I had a guy that said, oh, it's too early. Like, too yeah. too early? They've been here four years, bro. Right, right. Like, I, I was just talking to somebody about John Cena. Guess when he had his first title match, Alex? When's that? Against Brock Lesnar about eight, nine months into his run. There you go. And he ended up all right. Two years later, you know, two years he, later, he got christened yeah. as the guy. I'm looking at WWE, and this summer, I'm like, you know what? I'd love to see Bronson Reed challenge Cody after a, an undefeated streak of however long he goes on. Like, I, I, I said this on, on my Raw review on Select. I, I, I think that you have an awesome opportunity, uh, assuming Cody does dethrone Roman, of of doing a succession of first time champions like yeah. like like uh LA Knight, Montez Ford, Santos Escobar, Bronson Reed throw it in there but like make your generation make your generation now once Roman is done with his incredibly long reign he wants to move on he's not going to be there forever all these guys you keep bringing back for one more match eventually their their knees are just going to give out and turn in to dust you and, have to build a new generation to be the new, like, absolute full-time guys so that the guys who are full-time guys now in five, ten years can come back for one more match and have those dream matches. But until you do that, you're just, you're just running the thing into the ground. During that pivotal period of, like, 98 to 2001, WWE had first-time champions Stone Cold, The Rock, right. Mick Foley, Kane, Kurt mm -hmm. Angle, Triple H, The Big Show, Chris Jericho, they made people that are still yep. leaned on today. You yes. got to, and I understand it doesn't work for everybody, yeah. but when the creative is there and the crowd is behind them and it's not too forced, mm -hmm. uh, JP noticed his mistake and put, oh, damn. <laughs> and Jam Beard says, House of Black versus BBC sponsored by Brazzers. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Jacob Foster can't focus on anything but your glasses, Alex. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'll 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 leave with that problem. There we go. 
Andrew Cool says, do you think Tony D'Angelo and Grayson alongside Mello and Braun are the four pillars of NXT 2.0, even though not many people watch it? <sighs> so the, the, the thing is, they eventually leave, right? Like, that's the goal. Yeah. Is they eventually leave. Right. And that's not the goal here in AEW. No. So, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I I guess those would be those would be it because for sh- for sure three of them like the the way that they lean on Grayson Waller even though I don't appreciate his shtick um, for sure I think Tony D'Angelo should be presented as one of those guys but but it's it's kind of a stop and start thing um, I think he proved beyond the shadow of a doubt in his match versus DiJack that he can at really go but he's not just a character a meme wrestler so let's hope let's hope. G Bro says three pillars plus Wardlow combined can't lace MJF's boots. I think he's great. Burnt River Comedy says MJF loves people running the gauntlet. He should offer title shots to the dads of the daddy daycare <laughs> if they beat their pupils. I mean, uh, AEW in general loves the gauntlet running thing. I know yep. there was another pitch for that recently, but right. Uh, but I'll tell you uh, something else I've been using mm-hmm. recently. Oh. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. UFC pay-per-view again this weekend, Alex. I ain't paying 80 bucks for it. I'm paying one-sixth that price because the NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world, shields all your data from snoops like me and QT Marshall, apparently. If you don't want QT Marshall all up in your business, get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You know what else it has, Alex? Has lockers, has encryption tools. It's got the fastest VPN in the world. And it's got uh, these great tiers that allow you to choose between all of them. Right now, you get four months free, a free gift, and a 30 day money back guarantee. 30 day money back guarantee. So, say you use it this weekend and you go, you know what? I hate spending one sixth the amount of a UFC pay per view. I want my money back. They're going to give you your money back. You're still going to save that money on that first UFC pape, though. By subscribing to an overseas service, you're still going to unlock all this content. March is one of the biggest TV months in a long time. All kinds of new shows are out. You got like Succession, Yellow Jackets, the new season of You. You got that School Spirits show that is an absolute slapper. Sometimes you can check those out a few hours early. Maybe you don't want to wait till midnight or 3 a.m., to watch them, you can watch them when they release overseas with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How much more can I sell you this stuff? It is the best sponsor we have, and I mean that sincerely. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Jambeard says, now that all the pillars are doing a four-way feud, hope we get Darby and Sting tag match against Sammy and Jericho since Chris and Sting have never faced each other. You know what? I would love to see that too. I want to see a full Sting retirement tour. I honestly do want to see Sting get like a tag title run too. I would love to see that again, like Darby and Sting against yeah. FTR, full on tag title FTR style match. We saw a little bit of it before, but yeah. <sighs> Alex, I loved QTV. I loved this shit. I absolutely adored it. It was. It was a play off of TMZ, the show. Mm-hmm. 
And I so much wish that Ryan Satin could do a cameo mm. on this for the conflicted mm. feelings that would be associated. Mm. But I think I, oh my God, I would love that. That would be beautiful TV. Mm-hmm. I loved this. And I'll give you guys a little insight. I even dropped QT a message. I was like, good to see you back on TV. And he said, you and all these media types aren't going to be so happy about it in a few weeks. <laughs> he was wrong. I loved it. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is so dope. Yeah. I laughed my ass off yeah. at this. RJ City. You just stand standing in the back reading the newspaper. That was good. Just standing in the back. Yep. I loved this. Mm-hmm. It got enough attention on, on QT Marshall to where mm-hmm. people check this out. And I've been telling people for a long time, man, QT is a valuable person to have on this roster. He's a good performer. He's a good wrestler. He's a good trainer. He's a good Mm. person to have backstage. He's good in talent relations. He's good. I mean, I think QT Marshall is good. And I've been trying to tell people for a long ass time and a bunch of people wouldn't listen to me. Uh, He's good at riling up people on, on the interwebs too. He's riled me up a few times. I loved it. And and I see Kate saying, I don't know if I love it for Hobbs yet. I don't think that it's like a full-time thing. Well, let's find out. Man, first. there were people that were like, a Bronson Reed is Mrs. Lackey? Ah! That's, that's right. That's Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay? Because that's the thing. I, I, I really enjoyed, like, the the setup of it. Like I, I get what the, what the, what the deal is. Like, this is fun. It's a TMZ spinoff with, uh, with QT is Harvey Levin. I, I thought that part was great. I, we, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want Hobbs within 50 miles of this. Like that dude is a murderer. I don't want him hanging sure. around a little, a little TMZ, CMZ spoof show. I want him out there murdering people. I, he should be a serious, like, Big hoss murdering champion. I don't want him hanging out at a TMC spoof show. I just don't. Sawyer says didn't understand the segment, but I love QT. Meet Norma says I didn't appreciate the bootleg gate in the QTV segment. Half the bangs, half the brains, looks and charisma. The mm-hmm. lucky blonde. Mm-hmm. It's true. Oh my god. Tom Lavalley says a great Will Arnett and pop star vibe. That's a great movie too. Doug QTV and uh, Eloquent says, everybody run QT Marshall, his apologies. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. And again, I think Hobbs will eventually distance himself, but mm-hmm. goddamn, man, QT Marshall is going to kill this. Right. He's going to kill it. Vasco says, give me mentor entrances at double or nothing for the four pillars. I would kind of like that, like to see their mentors. But like, who would MJFs be? Well, Cody's I gone. Mean, yeah, and like Christian can't be the one who walks in for Jungle. Boy. I know. So I don't know. Like Luchasaurus. Like that's that the only work, thing. Yeah. That's, that's not gonna work. Yeah, I don't know. Luis says, "Hear me out. Tully versus Stang versus Jericho versus Cage. Mentor Wars. Mm. Don't think that one works. Doesn't work." No. PCC defeated the Dark Order. I just love seeing Stu Grayson pop back up because uh, yeah. he is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world. 
and the triple threat or the, the, the trios division is cooking. Would love to see some of that focus maybe slid back onto the tag teams because I right. feel like it's always it's like okay, all tag teams or all yeah. trios. But right now it's cooking. BCC is fully entrenched heel right now. And I oh, love yeah. it because they are such dickheads, Alex. They cheated oh, right. to beat Dark Order. The guys mm -hmm. that they crapped on, yeah, that they minimized the but, impact yeah. of and, yeah. and humiliated. They had to mm -hmm. cheat to beat those guys, Alex. This is this is what I love about the BCCs because they're even when they're cheating heels, they're they're smart about it and brutal about it. Like, well, who's who's the guy that we need to take out if we're going to win this match easily? Oh, well, if it gets me three on two, let's sneak the ring bell around the ring. Because if you notice, when Wheeler Yuta hit Page with it, that was on the opposite side of the ring from where the ring bell usually is. So we took it around the ring to knock out Hangman with it, and then hang Hangman's out. And the, the match lasts another two or three minutes because of how resilient Stu and Evil Uno are. But the damned numbers game... And you get, to, you get to see the, the BCC be extra brutal. I love how Yuta is being extra, extra brutal to, like, prove himself to his brutal uh, older brothers and Claudio and, and Mox. This is really good stuff. And here's the thing. Is it all it, all it took to make them heal was just for, say, they were using their powers of knocking your head off for evil instead of for good because really honestly if they were doing this stuff to people we don't like we'd be like yay but they're yes. doing it to the dark order who we love and Stu grayson they made Stu grayson have to tap out in canada like that was his first match back in AEW. like that's a huge thing like it's really great to have him do that and to be extra brutal after the fact to just want to like want to yeah. just beat people up oh it's good stuff and we saw it continue after the match as well august 3 yeah. says second wednesday mox didn't bleed mm -hmm. <laughs> rerun says wheeler yuda has moved on from the babyest of faces to a little prick so smoothly his growth has been insane <laughs> he has he, he has graduated from camping out next to the interview area mm -hmm. with his yep. lawn chair to yep. camping out next to the timekeepers area apparently yeah um uh i um I love that Moxley's heel move is not bleeding. Yes. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone wants to see me bleed. Well, you're not getting it. Like that's like, some good stuff. He's like, nobody's going to join the BCC because nobody will bleed with me anymore. Cause I refuse to bleed. <laughs> Living dead. Frank says, Stu had an amazing showcase. Hope to see him back. Me too. Mm -hmm. But it's good to yeah. see that they maintain a positive relationship. Yeah. Evangelina says BCC has had four members arguably for like a year now. Who would you like to see join? If anyone always wanted to see Serena Deeb, Serena Deeb is who I would like to see join straight up. Yeah, oh, yeah, Serena you know, Deeb, yeah. Layla Hirsch would be a good option. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Marina Shafir in the future, you know, yeah. pending how things work with her. Yeah. Tony, Tony Honestly, says, you know, you know a great guy who would, if he debuted in AEW would debut right into the BCC is Roderick Strong. Like if he were to ever finally find his way out of uh, out of wherever NXT hellhole they have him like lodged in, like if he actually ever debuted in AEW, he'd be the perfect guy to debut in that. Of course, he'd be in ROH. But I think that the whole thing with Danielson is very interesting because Danielson hasn't been like a, a on screen member of the BCC in months. 
So do they even have four guys anymore? And if you look at how they ended up the end of the show, they might need a fourth guy. And I don't, I don't, there's a lot of different possibilities. There's some really great stuff. The real nerd says, uh, long time viewer, first time humper, humperchats.com. Thank you all so much. Wanted to send love for all you do. The show, among others, helped me get through some tough times over the summer. So thank you for that. Glad the Dark Order has been getting more TV time. We always love to hear that we help you out. Hate to hear that you went through tough times, but yeah. you guys help me through tough times every single day. So I appreciate you guys yeah. uh, so much. I'm also glad that Dark Order have been getting some more TV time because, Alex, that was the big thing that that I had an issue with with Hangman's title run was I felt like they just threw Dark Order away. I mean, quite literally in some case. Some cases, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad they're seeing seeing them get a, a renewed um a renewed uh, uh, pushes. I don't know about push, but like on TV, that's great. And also these guys who love fighting and won't back down from anybody, that's great stuff too. Because a lot of what they got done was like um was comedy stuff, which is fine. But like I I love it that these guys now are 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 fighters. I think that's really great. Tony says a few things here. The trios division is on the up, and uh, who do we think are the last two women teaming with the Outcast? Happy about Taya wanted her in AEW when she first left Impact. You see Nyla's tweet about Mox not bleeding. Yes, I did. That was good. Yeah. Uh, we will address Tony the last two women teaming with the Outcast uh, mm -hmm. as that segment happens. Right. But the trios division is absolutely cooking, Tony. Oh really my is. God, I love it, especially when it was highlighted to the mm -hmm. way that it, it was at the end of the show. Yeah. Isaiah Barry says Danielson with or against BCC when he's back. Oh, I think he's with, I think he's very much with, I mean, as a it, heel, it, if, if this is, if, if that's what they do, because him, him coming back into going directly into ROH, which is I'm going home. That would yeah. be something, something as well that they could do. But if he comes back, yeah, I think that, that him coming back, but we've, the last we saw of him was this guy that we rooted for while we were rooting against BCC. And if he shows up, that question of where do his allegiances lie is good for at least a couple episodes of dynamite. So that's some good stuff there. We have eloquent saying re regarding Roddy strong. Do you know when it's coming? This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Contract ends. By the way, I ask about Roderick Strong all the time. The only thing I've gotten from Marina is, oh, he's fine. That's the only thing I'll get there. I'm like, I think you know that's not what I'm asking. No, not what I'm asking. Uh, He still, okay. Generally speaking, he would still ideally have at least a year left on his deal. However, there are so many factors at play here. Has he somehow gotten a release that I just don't know about or that Mm -hmm. the world doesn't know about and is sitting out a non-compete? I don't know. He's not in the new game. Has there been a deal frozen? Is he working on something else? There are a lot of things at play here that I just don't know. He had asked for his release at one point. Jambeard says apparently the blonde uh, is someone named Harley Cameron. Yes, indeed. Yep. Uh, Shotkid says, "Y'all got M- MJF." I can't. I can't pronounce what he said. <laughs> the 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 term that he used. Mashugana. Mashugana up in this bitch. <laughs> Maybe the greatest yeah, line Mishugana of ever. up in this bitch. That was great. Good time. Oh, Trevi so Dimes good. says Jungle yeah. Boy David Arquette. MJF, CM Punk. Oh, CM it ain't gonna be CM Punk. No. I mean, him and MJF. I mean, like he took legit shots at MJF mm-hmm. recently too. Mm-hmm. But also MJF is business, so yes. Full White says the six getting forbidden door. Let's go. Just need to flex mm-hmm. my city on y'all. It's it's the greatest city I've ever been to. Yeah. I love Toronto more than any place besides the city I live in. I love Lexington because it's home now. But yeah. oh, I love Toronto, man. Rock hard Juice Robinson and Ricky Starks. This was just a taste, Alex. And I love it. They're just giving you a taste of uh, their promo. And this was uh, good and effective, I thought. Man, these promo back and forths are going to be so good when they get in the ring with live mics. Jeez. Like Juice, Juice is main event material. Like he's one of the he's one of the best natural fiery promos in wrestling. The dude can work. Like he's got a great look. That guy's that guy's it, man. This that's another thing about about um, AEW that I think is really good. To like okay, let's start building up these our four pillars. There are so many people on that AEW roster that that can be long term major deals. For this company, they just need to have the push behind them. So let's start it now. Let's start pushing these guys now in, in different ways, pushing the title shots, the title reigns, whatever. But like Juice Robinson's excellent. And Ricky Starks is, I think, has the potential to be the, the biggest star in AEW. Like, I don't know if he'll have the most title reigns over the next five years, but star potential, that guy's got it, man. We got more super chats, but we're going to get into those in a moment. As FightfulSelect.com reported tonight, best $5 in the business. Go ahead and subscribe. We're going to have producer news, backstage news tomorrow. Nicole Matthews was the opponent for Jade Cargill. Uh, She is taking uh, American bookings now, but she got absolutely squashed. But tonight wasn't about her. No. It was was about, it was a bait and switch. For the debuting Taya, who we do have details on her AEW deal at FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. 
Uh, she's finishing up with a couple companies, but she's still got dates on the books. We got info on that there. Uh, she told me last month that this year was the year she, she was hoping to nail down a full-time contract. That happened. And <laughs> she got in the ring. She did the her finish, the same finish as Jade mm -hmm. does yep. to uh, Jade's baddie. And I just love Jade's reaction because Jade doesn't know or give a shit who this is. No. All she knows is she's doing my move, even though it's been mm -hmm. Taya's for a lot mm -hmm. longer. Right. Yes, that's true. To Jade, she's like the audacity. Oh, yeah. I thought that Taya and Jade played this perfectly, Alex. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, this was great. I have been uh, a Taya Valkyrie fan uh, since the first time I laid eyes on her in Lucha Underground. And I was like, she's awesome. Just the way she moves um, and, and like everything about her. She's so great. And uh, I was so disappointed when they were like, hey, NXT signed Taya Valkyrie. Now she's Frankie Monet. What are we going to do with her? Uh, There's so many great matches potentially. And then they just didn't didn't do anything with her. And I was like, well, that was one of the reasons I was actually excited to watch NXT for a while. And then no. So now she's in, a, in AEW. Um, where I, where I, I love this pairing with Jade because I know that Taya can bring out like a really good long match from jade like there's some really good stuff that the, the the size discrepancy isn't going to be like jade's going to be in there like okay um i don't want to like hurt you out of the ring with like the people that are just smaller that she works with so she's she does some some herky jerky time like like up, up, uh, and that's not going to happen with taya she's not going to let it happen like there's going to be some really really good stuff i i love this first uh interaction with them that this could be the woman who beats Jade. But then again, I did say that when Athena debuted. So I don't know exactly what we're doing here, but um, I'm, I'm all about it for as long as we get it. I thought they played this off incredibly well. Volob says, AEW living in Loera Loca. Parker says, will Jade catch her first loss now? Do you think that Taya will be the first one to beat her? Uh, I... Ultimately, I don't, but I think this is the this is the best shot we've got since Athena debuted and had that feud with her, which I, I was certain they were going to have Athena beat Jade at that time. And now, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't. I think that I think this is going to be a, the, her best feud since the one she had with Athena. I don't. Is it basically her first feud? Like real feud since the one she had with Athena. Like she's had a bunch of matches where she's defended and won, but I don't think she's had a real feud. So like that, let, let's let's see where this goes. But I I am I am I won't rule it out for sure. Taya's that good, and they may realize how good she is and what they can do to build off of it. But the other thing is, there's a lot of great potential with um, uh, Jade and I, I, I Jade somehow running afoul of the outcasts mm -hmm. like saying something that they don't matter or whatever and them costing her the title in a match with Taya which then just serves to make Jade join the homegrowns which then becomes like a problem that Soraya and Tony and Ruby did not think they were gonna have to deal with like that could be a cool storyline part of it 
We have Dream Ninja saying, very good show here for the four pillars and all in for Ty and AEW. She's ready made to be a TV star. Oh, she's got the, the, the unique set of experience that Taya has is great. I mean, in multiple countries, multiple television styles, multiple wrestling styles. She is such a versatile performer. Jane Beard says that Shimmer lives on with Nicole and Taya. I wish Shimmer lived on as a developmental territory for somebody too, because mm-hmm. that was yeah. they created a lot. Jane Beard says hype for Taya being elite, but done with the Jade squashes, and they did Nicole dirty with that. Get to see Nicole versus Miu next Friday. I don't, I don't think they did Nicole dirty. She has relatively no, you know, global television exposure, and I'm sure she'll I be saw- back. I saw a lot of people who are Canadian indie fans, apparently, who were so excited that Nicole Matthews was in this spot. And then immediately after that tweeted, oh, wait, never mind. Um, So they they thought they were going to get a a real match out of it, and they didn't, and they were disappointed. And that's understandable, for sure. But also, when Nicole takes a booking to face Jade Cargill on Dynamite, I don't think that she expected it to be like a 10-minute match. Maybe I'm wrong. In Simmons says the forbidden door coming up. I don't care how much she wants. You give me Jade versus Mercedes. Very happy to see Jade in there with a vet. That's her size with Taya. Taya is, Oh, it's going to be. And and that's the type of person you want Jade cargo having matches with. Yes. What, whatever the live events are that are coming up, you put yeah. Jade against Taya in those in like shout. 10, 15 minute matches too. It's a great shout. Broadway Joe says Pete Dunn would be a great addition to BCC in a perfect world. Any idea on his contract, Sean? No, but he's about to be Pete Dunn again. He's about to be Pete Dunn again, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. if Punk is gone, gone, they need MJFTR versus the Elite, Max versus Kenny, woo boy. Also, yeah. I, I agree with that, and uh, I think Pete Dunn probably signed a new deal whenever he came up to the main roster because that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. You can get your super chats or humper chats in to get your question or statement read on the air. We got two Q&A shows on FightfulSelect.com this week, and that is just $5 a month. Trust me, if you subscribe, you will not regret it. Thursday, Ask Grapsity. Friday-ish, looking like Friday, will be my Q&A show. I dropped one on Sunday as well. It's a good time. Broadway Joe says it needs to be AEW original IMO. Uh, Great tweet. I read Sky Blue getting her first win in the biggest upset in history or build up Willow. You got to build up somebody, I think, for the win. But you'd have to uh, build them up. Or They they were, I I believe, they were all set to have it be Statlander. And then she got hurt. And I, I, I think whenever she is healthy, that's a great opportunity for her to come back with a with a bang, be the one to beat Jade, and then you could start off an amazing title reign with her whenever she's fully healthy and ready to go. Eloquent says, off topic, have you seen the new ROH? Yeah, I love the new ROH. I've been enjoying that weekly. Uh, whether you guys watch or not, Thursdays, we have a post show with Kate and Reg. Uh, so if you do watch it, you get probably the only live post show that's that's out there on a major wrestling website. And if you don't, that's how you can keep up with it. And then after about an hour, hour and 10 minutes, uh, they hand that stream over to Joel and Cresta, who are doing, again, the only live Impact post show on a major wrestling website that I know of. Uh, So 
we're, we're making sure you guys are covered every single night here on uh, youtube.com slash fightful and fightful.com. But I love the new ROH. And that's so a lot of people talking about Tony Khan possibly being burned out with booking. I want mm-hmm. to see how he does now that sort of, you know, maybe some of that weight is off, not his shoulders, but one shoulder specifically. Right. Like instead of carrying around 50 pounds on this shoulder, he's got 25 on each. Maybe he can yeah. handle it a little bit better. Yeah. Bizarro Big L says, first chat, great show. Need another pay-per-view in Boston. Was there for Supercard and AEW. Kills it every time they come to town. Sean, let's be serious. The OT won't fix the bungles issues or save you from TJ Watt. Simon Miller is better than QT. Happy Fabio Day. Uh, you know, um, I I can't remember, uh, you know, what TJ Watt did in the playoffs this year. Um, I I can't remember. I'd pull up his stats, but I don't think they exist, which is yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that was with the Bengals mm-hmm. with with just an obliterated O-line. The Bengals yeah. still made it to the AFC conference finals. And they had like a combined one ACL on their, their offensive line. Unreal. Yeah. Orange Cassidy defeated Jeff Jarrett. And <laughs> this was some prime like wwe we're gonna tease you with the terrible booking idea booking alex but the difference is like especially with wwe when they would do this they'd be like we're gonna fucking do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that type of thing but and because they had so many times Mm -hmm. this was just because we've seen jeff jarrett so much they could aw could do the we're gonna fucking do it (laughs) And we bought it every time. The Golden Globe to the head. The mere fact that he was booked in the match, Alex. Yeah. All of it. Uh, We had some details on how, why the title name change was made on FightfulSelect.com. Go check that out. I thought they did a fantastic job teasing this. They threw everything. They threw Satnam. They threw Jay Lethal. They threw the Golden Globe. They threw the ref distraction. They threw the figure four. Everything mm-hmm. at it yes. to make you think that Jeff yes. Jarrett was going to win this. Yep. I thought this was brilliant booking. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it it certainly worked. Did the trick. Um, uh, I I had accepted um, earlier today that Jeff Jarrett was winning so I could like process all the stages of anger, disappointment, and grief before I had to watch it. Before even I did, I did. I, 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 I was. I had just accepted. I had accepted it. I was like, "That's it. I'm done." I, I, I believe now. Jeff Jarrett will win, and so therefore, uh, when he does, I won't be that upset. And so he didn't. And it's a great day. It's a joyous day. Uh, we should declare a national holiday. Jeff Jarrett lost day. It's going to be. It's awesome. Let's celebrate it every March fifteenth. But, um, I, I thought. Uh, this was really laid out really well. There were a lot of really fun uh, variations on the trope of um, that you can't really do a um, uh, throw the chair at a guy who catches it and then fall over um, thing with a guitar because the guitar would have broken. But this is what I love about the, 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 it is a a convention in AEW that all the refs are bad at their job. Even Aubrey, who's, who's good. Most of the time, sometimes she's really bad. And orange Cassidy 
having the guitar, tapping Aubrey on the shoulder. She turns around, then he throws the guitar to Satnam, and then he falls over. And she's like, hey, did you hit him? Like, that was so great because she was the second ref because the first ref already took the bump. So, like, you've already – this is – it's it was a spoof of a wrestling match. And it was it was it was great, and all the people played their parts tremendously. I, it was a, it was a hoot to watch, and I thought they were doing all of this to make it more palatable when Jeff Jarrett finally did win, because we enjoyed just watching all the comedy of it so much beforehand. Um, but no, they actually kept the title on Orange Cassidy at this point. Like I thought they were going to have Jarrett be a transitional champ to somebody else, um, because I I don't know what a long, like months and months long um, international title reign does. Like you, this is a great way to get a bunch of guys title reigns, uh, but we'll see. This, this was a lot of fun. Jeff Jarrett did a great job in the match. I'll say that. Like he did a great job for doing what he was doing. Um, it was, it was booked in a way that was enjoyable to watch. Um, but if I, hadn't already accepted the fact that Jeff Jarrett was going to win. Man, that Golden Globe shot would have made me so angry. <laughs> uh, the sharpshooter spot, I just love seeing the various different yeah. ways yeah. that people apply the sharpshooter. Like when yeah. it's held up there, sometimes you'll see somebody's knee right in the middle. Sometimes yeah. you'll see it like like Brett where uh, he's got his, his arm firmly on the knee of one. He's got like the 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 heel right. hooked on another. Sometimes you see it like Orange Cassidy where he'll like apply the wrist lock, the lock to his own wrist. There's so many different ways to do that. I thought that was a good spot to do in uh, Canada. But Jeff Jarrett, I mean, people were surprised that Jeff Jarrett had <laughs> a better looking sharpshooter. I mean, he's mm -hmm. been around the block for a very, very long time. So yeah. I guess I, I guess I just wasn't so surprised. And also, he teamed with a guy that did that pretty well <laughs> in Owen Hart. Like, I That's mean, true. I'm sure he's applied a few of them in yep. his day. Uh, yep. Jan Beard says, Alex hiding the tears with those glasses because the double J loss. <laughs> yeah, and so Anime Otaku says, the sharpshooter had me firmly on team. Bee -woo. Mm -hmm. Figure four nurse lock says, like him or not, Jarrett knows how to get legit heat. And he knows how to get not just put people over. When and why do things, for example, his experience is invaluable in my opinion. Like I said, also, the fact that he can still, still do everything that he's always done. Right. And looks good physically. And I mean, a few years ago, he wasn't in the best shape and he got himself in great shape again. Yeah. Yeah. Eloquent says he thought OC's knee selling was a little inconsistent. I did like on the kip up that he yeah, landed on one, one, one knee. I like that. That was Here's pretty Here's an idea. If we're gonna do, if we're gonna do something where we're, oh, if this is the end of for OC as the is the international champion for uh, soon. Uh, open challenge. It's answered by Juice Robinson, and then you can make the the feud with Ricky Starks before that title. Like if Juice was the one to beat him, you could actually have Ricky Starks chasing Juice, not just for the title, which would be nice, but also as a grudge thing. Yeah, there could be a lot of fun stuff there too. Just to, I like combining those things in a way to make sure that everything feels as important as possible. I do like that Orange Cassidy's character has shifted from lazy guy to the most active champion in the history mm -hmm. of like AEW. So true. The, the most fighting champion that they've ever seen. 
Yep. August 3 says Orange Cassidy is an example of a guy who gets organically over and is a non WWE guy, wins his future yeah. world title shot. Hope soon after he drops that title. Well, I would want to see him get a few wins after that too. Right. Um, but I think eventually the thing that will will lead to Orange Cassidy losing is the fact that he is so active as a champion. Yes. Like that that it almost like they, they could have played it up in ECW that Rob Van Dam was so active as a champion that his leg gave out on him. <laughs> like the, yep. and, and it broke. I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, Brian Mahoney says Jeff Jarrett was guilty of a lot when he was younger. Time to forgive his sins in WCW and TNA. The guy is tremendous at his age, and he knows his role in wrestling, entertaining, doing it. Well, I didn't have an issue with almost anything he did in WCW. I felt like, honestly, he was a breath of fresh air in WCW and was probably best suited to be a new guy in that top spot. And then when he went to TNA, he was absolutely deserving and appropriate to be in a top spot but being in the top spot for as long as he was at the expense of some of the people, especially Monty Brown, who uh -huh. should have been like, unfortunately he had to step away due to personal reasons, but he should have been such a star that him being there, like what he should have commanded millions of dollars in wrestling. Right. That's yep. how good Monty Brown was. Yep. Monty Brown was special. And yep. there was a lot of really great talent there that could have helped TNA break through that I feel like maybe didn't get that opportunity as a result. Right. Renee Paquette interviews the outcast. By the way, Jade threatened Renee earlier on, and Renee yes. played that so well. She did. She so did. well. She interviews the outcasts, and uh, they talk about what they do with a dog that pisses all over the floor. You show them that it's their house. And then Rio comes out with a goddamn lead pipe. Well, yeah, yes, that's part of it too. Yeah. Jesus. She's like, well, I'm was, not pissing a... on your floor. I got a pipe. Yeah, there's, there's a, there was a few steps with, with one, uh, Soraya caught what, Nick, Nick bearded stinky twats. Neck I think was the twats. Yeah. Twats, okay. Twats. Uh, the, yeah. And I, again, again, Jesus, Soraya, just at me, okay? It's it's fine. Like, we can have this discussion. We don't have to, like... That tell people, it's clear they watch the show. It's obviously that they watch the show. Um, but um, I, uh, when, you know, like, out, out comes Jamie Hayter, and, and I actually thought Tony's thing was, like, Jamie Hayter cheated to beat me in my interim championship. And you guys cheered for her because she's your favorite. Like, it's a good thing. I like, and I, honestly, I think that all three of these women have some kind of like legitimate, honest, true gripe, but they've, they've taken it too far. And that's a really good way to do things for a heel turn. Now, uh, when Jamie Hader and Britt Baker come out and it's just, it's a uh, two on three and they're getting, you know, the crap beat out of them. Uh, Rio uh, comes out with a pipe. Uh, and also Sky Blue, and also Willow. So now it's five on three, and so now you have to. Now the outcasts got to find two more. Um, and, and we were asked by Tony earlier, yep, who he thinks the two will be. Who do you think the two will be? Well, the the one the the one that makes perfect sense right now is Athena, even though she's an ROH, she is an outcast, and also she's been doing amazing, great, brutal heel work. So like, I mean. Let's be real. Th those aren't the two that make the most sense. Okay, fine. That's not the most. Yes, sure. Sure. 
That's Nikki and Brie Bella or Garcia. Right. Who right. say they are not coming to AEW. Right. But right. If, it, if, is, if, it is, it is, I don't necessarily want it to be people who are debuting into the sure. feud because that's not the, the feud is that we came here from somewhere else. You guys were all excited to see us and then you didn't care about us anymore. Of course. That's not the, that's not the same thing with, with Brie and Nikki Garcia just showing up and being like, hey, we're here now. Don't you hate us? That's not the same thing. I want it to be kind of consistent, but again, I never get what I want. But also, if you did want to make it a tribalistic thing, there is sure. no act that says WWE oh, more than, than that. But, uh. but again, the whole thing is not we are WWE. We were at the other place. The grass was greener. We got fired or we left of our own volition to come here because this was sure. the place to be and you all turned your backs on us. That's a different thing than, yeah. than this. But, I mean, uh, would, would it be kind of cool to see the Garcia twins now in this? Sure. But I kind of want that consistency of we used to be at the other place. They fired us. We came here because it was supposed to be a cool place to be, and you guys did not embrace us the way we wanted it. So there's some other there. Jennifer Kathleen says, Rio with a lit lead pipe. All is right in the world. King of the North uh, says the same, but with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker and all denim. Mm -hmm. uh chris rain says somewhere bret hart was smiling seeing jamie and brett rocking the canadian tuxedo i just realized that's what it was they did that because it's canada and they were wearing yep. the canadian tuxedo that's right that's brilliant uh in simmons says i think ruby as a mouthpiece is great i do She's too good. i'm i'm really glad to see her doing this yeah and jambeard says alex i was wrong sheeta isn't sting Riho is sting with the pipe Versus the new women's order. <laughs> she's just going to point that. She's going to hand the pipe to somebody and turn her yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh, uh, man. You know what she could have? Mm. Trimmers. She could. Thanks to manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Mm -hmm. And if she wanted, she could have them for 20% off. But not just trimmers. Really anything in the bathroom. In anything in there. Especially for you men. I'm talking about the best in men's grooming. You get free shipping and two free gifts when you use the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. You get 20% off, too. You can get free boxers, the toiletry bag, uh, free shipping with the purchase of the Performance Package 4.0 or the Platinum Package 4.0. But they have so many different things. They have the Platinum Package 4.0. That's the luxury full-body grooming kit. They have the Perfect Package 4.0, which is specifically for your groin. Then they got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, which is brand new. The luxury beard grooming kit with like scissors, brush, beard balm oil, combs, uh, trimmers that, that make it so easy to do like daily, weekly maintenance. They got the Lawnmower 4.0 for groin and body grooming. They got the Weed Whacker 2.0 electric nose hair trimmer and ear hair trimmer. They've even got boxers. They've got cologne. They've got everything you need in the bathroom to take care of yourself. The peak hygiene plan, thanks to manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Where like maybe, maybe you're just dirty. They got hydrating body spray, beard shampoo, everything. There is nothing you can't find to give yourself a makeover at manscaped.com using that code Fightful. Great stuff, guys. Great stuff. 
more great stuff. <clears throat> well, actually, let's get to the Max Caster video. What do you? How do you you feel about that? It was pretty it was good. A, we we know cool. what to expect. And, but it was also it, it was a is a cool little thing to the fans. Like, thank mm -hmm. you for, like, honestly though, like the, the fans decided these guys are it. Like the yeah. live fans, people at all the all the events. Like, so their run as champions, I think, is justifiably owed to the fans who who made them in, like, got them super over. And that was really cool. I liked it. 2.0 promo. They're going to face the Bollywood boys this week. I'm excited for that. But this main event, House mm -hmm. of Black defeat the Elite and Yas, and Kenny Omega gets a just guano crazy sure. reaction. This match was just fantastic. Shot Kid says, easily my favorite AEW of the year so far. Trios is cooking. Four Pillars, world title program. Women's division is heating up. And just for Alex, Jarrett lost. Oh, and QTV is my kind of cheesy, hokey BS. Well, this main event was my kind of main event. This was absolute mayhem. A triple threat trios match, Alex. Let's talk about the match itself. Yeah. yeah. Anything that stood out to you? Uh, well, um, I, 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 I love the House of Black. I love their presentation. I love all three guys. I love what they do in the ring. I thought that they did... Um, just enough to make sure that it was like, okay, we're the champions, but ev the people here in this city, in this arena, are here to see uh, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. Let's make this the, you know, the the best match we can while making sure those guys uh, get as much uh, shine as they can. A lot of fun. Everybody got to do fun stuff. Um, I love this. Every time we're going to do the spot of guy gets in the ring with Brody King and immediately doesn't want to be in the ring with Brody King. I'm never going to get tired of that spot. I think that was great. Garcia nailed it. Um, this was, this was a, a lot of fun. Um, uh, there were like, there were a couple of times I was like, they're not going to take the titles off of, off of House of Black after 10 days, are they? And I, they didn't. And thank thank God for that. Um, but I thought everybody got to look great. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, the trios division is as hot as it could possibly be right now. Um, and I think the tag division is in good hands with FTR coming back to claim the titles. Um, I think that you can easily take two thirds of a trios team and move them over to feud with FTR um, uh, after they get the titles back. Um, so I think that, that all of this is in great, great shape. The match was excellent. Um, really loved a lot of the spots in it, but I'm mostly excited for the future of this trios division. Cause it's great. Holy shit. So uh, gang wars breaks out. Yeah, but it's not just them. Dark Order spills out. BCC spills out. Mm -hmm. Hangman spills out. Mm -hmm. And it ends with Hangman squaring off with the BCC in the ring mm -hmm. and them backing down. Yep. Did he see the elite behind him? Did he know they were behind him? I don't know. But they were. But they were. <laughs> and they, they did were. have his back. They had his back. The elite had Hangman's back. Which, which again, is becomes like this thing of like, what is, what do the Dark Order think about that? 
We've you know, got unresolved all... bull. We still got year and a half old unresolved bullshit. Absolutely. Kenny never addressed the the Bucks giving him the no, nod. Nope. Never. Kenny have. has Kenny has not interacted with Hangman yet. Nope. This is yeah. juicy stuff. This is really, juicy really stuff, stuff right here. Caden says, Elite are back, baby. What it do? Sawyer says, it may be going back to the well, but peak AEW is defined by the Elite Hangman Saga, mm -hmm. and I'm excited for the next chapter on top of Trio Summer. I mean, one of my favorite stories is the ongoing Shawn Michaels Triple H Saga. The yeah. ongoing Kevin Owens Sami Zayn Saga. You play off of history, and I am interested in this history. Yeah. Corey says the battle of Takeshita loyalty incoming BCC versus the elite. <laughs> what did you think seeing this, Alex? Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm all about um, uh, seeing the elite versus BCC. That's that's some really cool stuff right there. Plus, Hangman's never never better as a character than he's when he's conflicted. So so him. Being like, uh, um, like having just basically rekindled this really cool relationship with with the with the Dark Order that they are fighting together as one against the evil Blackpool Combat Club, and then also, um, his old buddies, Young Bucks and, and Kenny, um, having his back in his personal feud that's destined to last forever with Moxley, the the choice that hangman page is going to have to make amidst all of this while you got, you know, let's not forget um, uh, the house of black as the champions, apparently breaking off into having just a, sing a single feud here with, uh, with Yas, uh, which mixed returns on that for me, but we'll see how the future matches go. I think that, that the trios division is really, really, really solid with a lot of really good stuff involved here in the future. Some really great stuff. Uh, JB Love uh, <laughs> sends a very generous super chat. First off, JB, I want to thank you for this very much. Says, I was building a shelf watching when the elite came to Hangman's Aid. I legit dropped a hammer on my foot. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Worth every penny. Worth it. This was something. This, Alex, the show was fresh. Mm -hmm. New yeah, faces. Faces we haven't seen yeah. in the main event picture. A yep. trio's situation we haven't seen. Yeah. A gang wars thing that has been an ongoing joke for years mm -hmm. that makes me go, yeah, but I want to see this one. Yep. I do want to see this gang this is, wars. This is the one I would like to see. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, this is this is as good as it gets. So, yeah, I would also yeah. like to see yep. this. Didn't know this was coming. Right. This came out of left field. And now you've got... All of these pieces, it's yeah. it's like when you're watching one of those good crime dramas and everybody's story starts to get interweaved, yeah. and then it starts to come together, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, somebody's about to eat shit hard, real yeah. bad here," and we don't know who it's going to be, and we don't know who's going to emerge. I love right. it. Love for Booth says it's my birthday, and I have fantasy booked heel BCC versus Babyface Elite and Hangman in this chat for the last month. Happy birthday, and I'm glad you're getting your gift. It's so good. Hopefully you didn't land in cake. In Simmons says, the biggest critique we got AEW is how storylines, but this episode gave three good storylines because now the story is, will Hangman stay with the Dark Order or will they turn <coughs> on him for being flip-floppy? Mm. You got to remember, 
before Dark Order was a fun social club, they were a cult. These men all joined a cult at some point. Yes. That's true. <laughs> that cannot be forgotten. Can't be forgotten. Shot Kid says, the closing image of Hangman turning to the elite got me to stand out of my seat. I know people will be mad they cut there, but I feel like they left it on a cliffhanger. I'm really excited where this was going. I always wind up like three or four minutes behind watching yeah. on my DVR, and it cut out. Like, I had to go on Twitter to find out that the elite even showed up at all. So, like, yeah, I... I I, I was not able to to uh, to see him turn around. I just saw that they were there. Um, that's awesome. The fact that like, he's there and recognizing that these guys have his back. And it's awesome that you have my back. I'm not sure if I want you to have my back. There's some really, really great stuff, man. Yeah. King of the North says, I was on my feet for the Jericho Omega stand down or stare down wrestling. And my shirt was off for the elite backing up hangman. That is my cinema. Mm-hmm. Like it... It really gave me that feeling of when I was watching AEW and there was, you know, there was that, it felt like something different. Yeah. Yeah. And right now in WWE, we've got such a satisfying top storyline going on that I haven't needed that much of an alternative. Alex, you hate everything. That doesn't count. That's true. You hate everything (laughs) compared to the shit that I saw for so many years. Yes. At, at one point, we were covering yes. some really bad stuff. Yes. But uh, this this gave me that feeling again. Jane yeah. Beard says, but Sean, Brody said it wasn't a cult. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Stereo sure Academy with a very generous super chat. Thank you so much. Says if they use yeah. House of Black to sort of break up parts of Yas, that would be a good use of the feud. Wouldn't I not mind that at all. Yeah. I would love House of Black to sort of be like, a three-headed Sean O'Hare devil's advocate type of thing. Mm, yeah. Yes. Like where, where there's a devil on this shoulder, there's a devil mm-hmm. on this shoulder, and then there's a devil creeping up behind you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're only telling you all the worst things that could happen to you. Yes. No positives at all. I just right. think there's something to that. Yeah. So, and and I, I think that those three performers bring such a different thing. I think that, that Murphy can bring such a, a torrid pace or, or Matthews can bring such a torrid pace. Malachi black. Like when he talks to you, he had, he does it with such a cadence where. Yeah. In a calm. And then Brody also maintains that, but he can just run through you as well. He's, yeah, man. Dante says, Rio said, I speak softly, but carry a big pipe. <laughs> and Irene says, love the, we're running out of time. Nitro ending yeah. with elite and BCC. The kind of cliffhanger is something AW could use more of. You know what? I'm fortunate that we didn't have to live through. Mm-hmm. Watch the remainder of this match during the commercials of Power Slap. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> I sat through that Robin Hood bullshit oh, man, for a CQ finish. Oh. As a little kid, I was oh. seething, man. I had school in the morning, and I sat through Robin Hood for a DQ finish. Oh, oh. next time I interview Eric Bischoff, I'm yep. going to go off about that. <laughs> you Sawyer says, you should. PTE this week, Hangman picked up the photo of Elite that he turned around on the shelf two years ago and then put it back. F mm. me up. 
And I, I know there are a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't watch BTE, but, you know, anything that's important enough, they're going to tell you about. Don't worry. They will. They will. Shot Kid says if Santana was a, a, able to resolve his issues with Ortiz and Kingston, LAX being added in this trio's division that was heating up would make it explode. Well, I mean, Kingston would have to settle his on-screen issues with Ortiz as well. He's been hitting yes. the man with steel chairs and stuff. That, so That is true. Uh, but I just hope that Santana and Ortiz make amends because they are a very special special unit together yeah guys last call super chats humper chats jambeard says if they're doing women from wdb and the outcast other than athena then martinez fits that requirement and so does deeb i don't think either one of them do because a lot of people know that mercedes outright was like i don't want to do this shit Uh uh and Serena already cut that promo about how grossed out she was working there. Yes. One LT photo says, I love the pump kick Brody destroyed Danny with. I mean, I love about everything that Brody does. Brody is a tattooed forklift. Like he just just runs through people. It's so great. I love him. Man, I had so much fun watching this show this week. I had so much fun covering this show. RP says, did you guys get my Humper chat? We will have Luis check that right now. Um, I, I'll i check it as well. But uh, yeah, I think, I think we will have. But Alex, while we're looking that up, why don't you let the people know where they can find you? Well, um, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me on Fightful Select on Mondays with the wonderful Miss Kate Fabe, uh, Kate Elizabeth reviewing Raw, which is not wonderful. And uh, on on uh, Tuesdays on this very channel, reviewing NXT such as it is. Um, then on Fridays, including this Friday, we will be doing a, uh, a Rampage watch along while reviewing SmackDown. Special time of, they say, 1130 Eastern. <laughs> Um, who knows whenever the N- the NCAA uh, thing is over, whenever that is, whenever rampage starts on, on FIFA select, uh, I'll be doing a watch along of that while reviewing uh, that episode of SmackDown also on Friday over on the know your news channel. Uh, we are reviewing at noon Eastern. We are reviewing um, uh, leprechaun movies. I'm reviewing the horror leprechaun movie uh, and all of its sequels. And Kate is reviewing a kids' movie about leprechauns, where the actor who played the horror leprechaun is also playing the kids' movie leprechaun. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Have you? Have you? Are you doing the Hornswoggle one? No, no, I'm doing just doing the Warwick Davis ones. We do have the Humper chat from RP. Big thank you for that. Sorry it got missed. He says, who are your five on five for the elite and BCC? Takeshita could be a big swerve and end up with BCC. I think he should be, Alex. My five are... Moxley, Claudio, Yuta, uh, Danielson, and Takeshita. My five for the elite are Omega, the Bucks, Hangman, and Kota Ibushi. Ooh, that now that uh, oh, I have palpitations. And buddy, and buddy, imagine the face off when imagine the face off when Kota Ibushi is staring down. Takeshita yeah. too, because oh everybody God. knows Takeshita is the guy in the future. It's 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 going to be the Spider-Man meme. It's that's just it's uh, uh oh boy, 
Wow. Jambeard says Stokely is going to beat Hook, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> I think the only thing Stokes going to beat is himself, buddy. Uh, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We have an interview with Miyu Yamashita coming up uh, in about 20 minutes here on Fightful. Um, we've got, we got uh, Maki Ito coming up very, very soon as well. So uh, make sure you check that out. Early access to them on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, we give early notes on there as well. So lots of cool stuff at FightfulSelect.com. Not just show rundowns, not just news, podcasts, all that good stuff. Q&As. It was fun tonight. An hour and a half review yes. that I absolutely adored. I loved mm -hmm. hanging out with you guys. Check out Listen Your Boy today. We are getting closer and closer to that show just being super chats for an hour. I love it. Jimmy's got to get rid of that dumbass clipboard or whatever it is he's got. Uh, he, he named that show The List yep. based on the Jericho list. And I said, why? Well, why yeah. are you calling it The List, which was a, an angle in a moment of time, and Ya Boy, which is something I said a dozen times on a podcast and did a yep. shirt over. Mm -hmm. And here it is. Here it is. Check it out, guys. Ask Grapsity. Hey, if you want more Dynamite, day after Dynamite, Thursdays with Will Washington here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Love you guys. We are out. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.